Welcome back to Chaos in Christ podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Uh, today, I want to look into passages of scripture. That's it. I just want to look and read something in Psalms chapter 37, verse 1 through 11. I'm going to spend some time here because obviously there's a lot going on in our culture. There's a lot going on in cultures that are next door neighbors to us, like Canada. There's a looming uh, threat of war in Ukraine that looks like it's just <laughs> going to kickstart something brand new for us. It's it's happening. So much is happening. So much of what I honestly just I keep talking about because I just can't ignore it. Totalitarianism and its rise to power and its attempt to destroy Western society and to reimagine it and to essentially gain control globally because this is not just in the west that's happening this is a global attempt this is bigger than what we can imagine i honestly believe that and so you might just be in the same boat with me and be thinking yeah i know exactly what you're saying i believe that too it doesn't it get a little like I don't know, echo chambery like when we find each other in agreement and we go on Gab or Parlor and we find Facebook groups that agree with one another and we're saying the same thing and having debates even amongst each other, making polls, sharing articles. I mean, I think, yeah, maybe that helps, right? Like it helps other people to see what's happening, to reinforce what's going on, to maybe be more active on a local level, statewide, statewide. Where they can see what's happening with the upcoming elections. But then, you know, then you have a group of people that don't believe the elections, the actual process of it, is actually fair anymore. Like, it lacks integrity. I, I'll be honest, I don't even know if I trust it anymore. A lot of people never did even back then, imagine now. And it feels like the, uh, just one great big echo chamber of us just yelling at each other of anger and in agreement, but nothing is getting done. And while we agree that there is something wicked happening, nothing is happening other than the totalitarian, wicked rulers and elites are just winning. At least that's what it is perceived to be. There's a lot. There's a lot to deal with that. I sometimes wonder if what I'm doing with work and the attempts of, of my business and, and starting that and you know uh, just still pursuing these things, if it even matters. You know, because I know I can tell you what one thing. I, I don't really care about the Super Bowls. I don't care about the finals of any major league game or sports team. I could care less about that stuff. Don't talk to me about it. I'm not going to have a conversation with you about it. There's a lot going on outside of our world that we literally attack each other for here on our own ground. Racism, white privilege, but we want to watch the Olympics in a nation that is literally holding slave camps and slave labor and is locking their citizens up. But we're okay, right? We got to watch the Olympics. It's our entertainment. The Super Bowls are entertainment. Never mind the NFL and the NBA have ties to these these uh, communist nations. Never mind that. My team is playing. That's what's important to me. America. 
you know, and then people, the, I love the, the ones, the old boomers, and I got, I love for you, I got respect for you, you guys have wisdom I don't have, you know, this is not a disrespect, but some boomers literally claim that they, they're about the conservative life and about truth and about Christ, but then push comes to shove and the little threat that comes their way about losing their job and they'll take a jab and then try to tell try to tell me I'm doing it in protest. No, you, that is not a protest. That is not a protest. You can use the words, it's not a protest. You're scared. Well, guess what? It's not going to go away. Obligating yourselves to believe what they're doing and then do it for the sake of of just trying to hold on to your life here on earth. I mean, I'm telling you, that's not a protest. It's weak. It, it really is. But what do we do? Sorry, I went on a rant there. What do we do, though? Well, let's go ahead. Let's dive into uh, Psalms chapter 37, verse 1 through 11. Verse 1, fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. Don't let, don't let what they do puts you into a state of panic anxiety don't let them dictate your actions and decisions and certainly do not be envious of them because what they do what they are seeking what they are looking to acquire it leads nowhere but death and there is no reward ultimately for it verse 2 for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. That's a promise. That is a promise. The evildoers, the wrongdoers, the wicked, don't worry about them. Don't let them put you in a state of panic. Don't let them make you lose your minds. Don't envy the, their lives, because trust me, what does the, sec, the second verse say? They're going to soon fade. They're going to wither. They're going to burn up like grass on a very hot day. They're their end is marked. And there's nothing, there's nothing that they have to offer that truly provides anything of value. There isn't. All they do is feed off of people who have voids in their lives, in their hearts, looking for purpose where they have none. And when they come to meet an ideology such as what we are seeing here in the West, in our culture, this whole wokeism that has truly permeated everything in our culture, all it does is fill a void to give them finally a purpose to live for. Because otherwise, they have none. They're empty. And they've grown so dull and so dark that they've turned to nihilism and they've turned to, to social justice to, again fulfill something that is truly deeply empty within themselves and outside of christ we know what that means guys we know what that is we know what that does to us it doesn't lead anywhere good it's a path of destruction we are outside of christ if you are outside of christ you are of of the father the devil the satan himself who is the prince of the air and and the culture that we are seeing right now that is his world that is what he believes that is his message so don't worry about them because guess what they're gonna wither though it feels like they're not and it feels like they're just winning they're not gonna win not really not really at all verse three then will tell us exactly what we are to do because again it's like you wonder like what what do i how do i do this god 
What would you have of me? I'm just a simple man. I'm just a simple woman. I work a job. I take care of my family. You know, I, I, um, I make good money. You know, like, and, and I'm just trying to be wise with it. Try to make investments. Try to make sure that my kid, my kids, my children have something in the future. I'm trying to live a life where I am happy with it and that glorifies God. What do we do though when I feel like everything that I'm doing may be for nothing? And, and, or maybe whatever I ever wanted to pursue, it I might as well not and just hide in a corner and wait for Jesus to come back. What do I do then with this stuff happening? Verse 3, trust in the Lord. Let that simmer in you. <laughs> Let that lay down in your hearts. Trust in the Lord. Because... He's the Lord. He is sovereign. All this that's happening isn't taken in by surprise. Matter of fact, I'm of the uh, persuasion that what we are seeing is the judgment of God on us. It's the judgment of God. Because we have truly turned our backs on him. We have profaned his word. We have said that we don't believe it, nor trust it, nor want it. And so we have acknowledged things that he has called abominations. And we have taken those things and said no these are good this can happen gay marriage is a thing homosexuality is beautiful transgenderism that that's normal yeah those things those key words those buzzwords that get me that could potentially get this podcast kicked off of platforms i don't care those are the things that we have adopted into our world and now we are back to looking at people based on color and we are back to intolerance Unless you agree with them. We are back to that. So what we need to do is trust in the Lord. Because he knows. And he is in control. And we need to know that whatever he has called us to. Whatever that looks like. And I'm not saying it's always meant that, you know, destruction happens around you and you're just going to be untouched. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm just saying is he is sovereign. And as long as you are in Christ, you have the assurance of salvation because of the finished work of Jesus on the cross for your sin. Then you have no attachment to what this world is becoming. And even if the world itself kills you, you have no fear because you are in Christ. And they may be able to kill the body, but they cannot kill your soul. This death that we experience in the physical is really that. That's just it. It's the physical portion. But there is a heaven and there is truth and Christ is it. And so trust in the Lord. And it goes on to say, and do good. Keep doing good. Do good, dwell in the land, and befriend faithfulness. That's beautiful. For me, that's important because, again, it just makes me wonder, what am I supposed to do? Should I get into politics? Should I talk about this, this, and that? Should I? What do I do? How do I fight? You know, Should I start a resistance? Should I get into that? But the Lord is telling us to trust in him and do good. Dwell in the land. And befriend faithfulness, which means to befriend faithfulness is to mean to be truthful and always speak the truth and live not by lies, which again, a totalitarian 
government ideology, their very essence is based off a lie. They turn everything we know is true, objectively true, and they flip it around and say that it's not by by feeding into our subjective minds, our relativism, making everything relative. Unless, of course, you disagree with them, then you are now false. So we are need we need to do good. What is good? Well, work the land that God has placed you, the job that He has placed you. Be good and be faithful and do it unto the Lord with integrity, with truth. And when the time comes and they're asking you to do something that goes against the Word of God, and you know it, you stand firm and you be a Daniel in the midst of Nebuchadnezzar's reign in the midst of a pagan society, you do not bow down to that statue. You bow down to God alone. Do good, dwell in the land, and befriend faithfulness. It means that there is going to be a tough road ahead of you, especially in a culture, again, who thrives off lies. Okay? But then verse 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, sometimes our desires of our heart are, <laughs> are wicked, you know, if we're outside of Christ. But if you, again, if you're in Christ, then your desire is to honor him, glorify him, take care of your kids, love your family. All these things do good in your job, do good in your business, build your business, grow your business, create new innovations and, and you know, get that thing going. All those things are good. Those desires, as long as they're properly aligned for the glory of God, he will establish it. That's what I believe that's that's speaking about. Verse 5 says, commit your way to the Lord. Basically, I just <laughs> that verse 5 just answers what I just said. Trust in him and he will act. Verse 6, he will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noon day. Do you see that? We are to, to remain faithful. We are to remain faithful even now in the midst of chaos, in the midst of lies, in the midst of wickedness, in the midst of tyranny and dictatorship that could potentially literally be on your doorstep. You are to be faithful and completely do good, dwell in the land, do not live by lies, commit all your ways to God. Everything that you do is for his glory. And he himself will bring forth your righteousness as the light, which is clearly what this culture needs. The church. The church needs to be the light, the salt, the light. Which is why they're doing so much to infiltrate the church and to take the word of God and basically throw it out and affirm every unbeliever within it. But he will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Verse 7, excuse me, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Again, we can see that, you know, it seems as though they're winning. You know, it seems as, as though that they're, you know, everything that we're doing, everything that we're talking about is futile and nothing good is coming out of it. But the Lord is telling us to be still. And wait patiently for him. To not fret ourselves. To not allow ourselves to be anxious, ridden, worried, tossed into chaos and panic. 
for for what we perceive as their prospering in their wicked ways because they carry out evil devices. And then verse 8 is for me, and, and I believe it could be for you. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. Do you see that? Because that was my struggle. Just allowing myself to be angry and wanting to exact vengeance and picturing myself taking these tyrants and killing them. I'm just being honest. But that tends to evil. That is no different. No different. Verse 9, For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Vengeance is the Lord, the Bible teaches. And our and, and what he is calling us to do is to tr- simply trust him, simply do good, and be faithful. And then that's it. And that's it. Do good, be faithful. Live not by lies. Verse 10, in just a little while, the wicked will be no more. That's the good news, guys. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. And I love that because it's like, you're like, okay, okay, they're not going to be here. All right, you're telling me, God, that you know, you're going to take care of them. But I'm looking at where they're at. And they seem, they seem well-established. They seem... They seem like they're they're getting stronger, not weaker. Powerful. I'm I'm trusting you, God, but I'm carefully looking, and I I don't know. I just don't see it. I honestly, it looks like a losing battle. But the Bible tells us here in verse eleven: "But the meek shall inherit the land, and delight themselves in the abundant peace." Guys, that's that's comforting for me because I have direct direction I know what to do now it's to be faithful it's to dwell in the land and do good it's to honor God and wait for him and commit everything that I'm doing to his way to his purpose for his glory man it's not it's not pick up a sword and fight the good fight our fight is spiritual our fight has nothing to do with the physical it comes out in the physical, but it's all coming from a spiritual place. And we know this. I just hope that this gives you courage. I know I need it. And this right here serves as a courage. So I'll just go back to verse 3 and 4. And I'll leave you with this. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Work hard as service to God. Do not get upset with the advancement of the wicked. Trust in Jesus. Do good. I hope that this gave you some sort of encouragement, peace, and and comfort knowing what we must do. That's what we must do. That is what God has called us to do. That is what his word is telling us to do. We are not to let these evil, wicked people put us into a, a panic and frenzy. We are to trust in the Lord always so if you found this helpful and you know maybe someone who needs to hear this do me a favor share this with them um, and, th- and that would do me a lot of uh, favors uh, by getting this out to other people getting this podcast known to other people as well so make sure that you share you subscribe you follow and um, 
you can give me a rating wherever you're listening, a review wherever you're listening. Make sure to visit my website, www.chaosandchrist.com, and you can leave a review there as well. And uh, that's it, guys. That's all I got for you. So just trust in the Lord, do good, and befriend faithfulness. And remember, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. God bless you.